Hello and welcome to the Creative Terms podcast. I'm your host, Key May, and I'm here to help make your creative journeys a lot easier through the Creative Champs platform. Now I'm recording this under the covers, so apologies for any quality issues or background noises you may hear. Um, and this episode is part of the Price It Right series, and we are speaking about value-based pricing. So what is value-based pricing? Value-based pricing is a price that is estimated based on the perceived value of a project or the end result, right? So, and what I mean by that is if you are in a position where you have clients coming to you, right? They can see that whatever quality you produce is going to be high. They can see that you are able to provide solutions and strategies Uh, and ways to soothe pain points. And so they know that if they buy anything from you, they're going to get that quality. So they, they can see value in the work that you're providing. So then the price becomes secondary to that. And what I mean by that is, if they approach you, you can charge whatever you want, essentially, because they are focused on the fact that, you know what, I'm going to receive quality from this person and I know it because I've seen it and I know of other clients who've also received the same value from this person so I'm trusting that this person is going to provide me with exactly what I'm looking for I'm going to worry about the price second yeah so that's what value-based pricing is is pricing based on the perceived value of the product so you've got the customers who prioritize price or cheap prices over quality and those who prioritize quality and value over price, right? There's probably more than those two customer types, but the the, the two main types that I, I've personally come across or that I'm aware of um, are those. When you are setting your rates based on value, then you over time... As long as you're able to consistently demonstrate that you are able to provide this quality, you're going to start to attract clients who are looking for value, who consider value before anything else. I asked what uh, what people think about when they're buying things. So say if you're looking for an item, right? If you're looking for, I don't know, um, let's just say a sandbag. Now, when you're looking for this sandbag, do you prioritize by price order? Do you arrange it by price order? Or do you look at the specs first? Do you just click, see if you like the look of something, click on it, check out the specs and then make your decision based on that? Or do you make your decision based on the fact that it's the cheapest? I just want you to think about that for a second because that is a very, there's it's got a connection to the types of clients that you might attract. Um, and as well, because what a lot of us tend to do is price our services based on how much we're willing to spend do you get it? Because sometimes it's like, oh, why am I charging that much? I wouldn't pay that much for this. Like, And that's because you might be a, a type of uh, a buyer, sorry, a type of buyer who prefers to prioritise price over specs. Just, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, my mum's like that. <laughs> my mum, if, if, if we're buying pasta, for example, she would just go with the cheapest one. Me, I'll go for the one that I find more delicious, you know. <laughs> but mum was like, no, I'll get a cheaper one. Um, but some people are just like that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with either. But sometimes we might set our own rates based on the type of buyer that we are ourselves um, and the type of budgets that we have as well. And the type of budgets that we have isn't always synonymous. It's not always synonymous with the type of spender that we are. And that's how people get into debt. But <laughs> I'm joking. 
<laughs> oh, I'm partially joking. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, value-based pricing is one of the most lucrative because of this reason, because you're able to essentially charge what you want. And the thing is, when you are using things like hourly rates as the only metric or the only pricing method, then you are potentially pricing yourself out of a value-based pricing system. You're taking yourself further and further away because then it becomes, well, how many hours can this person complete this in? Okay, cool, right. So then you essentially, over time, you get you get faster and faster at what you do, innit? You become more efficient and then you end up charging less because it's taken you less time to create it because you've only used hourly rates as a, a method to to price your, all of your projects. So how do you go about attracting clients in this, this pricing method? Well, the first thing you need to remember is that there needs to be trust. The, under, the thing that's underpinning all of this is trust. The clients need to be able to trust that you're going to deliver high quality, right? And they need to, and the way they get that trust is through proof, right? So you've got your social proof. So, and this could be through, if you utilize your social media platforms, for example, to share behind the scenes, you could share your own personal projects, which can also be a, a way to show off your skills, show off the, the range of your skills, Um because what you don't want to do is saddle your portfolio with a bunch of different, 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 different things. You want to use your portfolio to highlight the best of the best that you've got. And then you can use your social media platforms to explore other areas of your creativity, other things that you're able to do um, and how you think. And also you can use it as a way to share any information that you do know with others. So you can use it to teach you can use it to demonstrate that you know your stuff and that you spend a lot of time working on it as well and that you you care about it. You care about it. And it's things like this that can help to build a picture that will enable clients to trust you because they're saying, you know what? This person's really into what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I really like this. Oh, this personal project looks really cool. Let me have a look, you know. And there have been cases where people have been hired based off their personal projects that they've had on their social media platforms. And they've been approached by clients directly. They haven't had to go out and pitch or anything like that. They've just been showing up as themselves consistently, showing their work, showing their skills, and they've had clients come to them. And so in those cases, they've been able to base their prices based on value because the clients have, they've, they've got the clients there and the clients are willing to pay whatever it is that they set. I know that I'm going to get quality with you. So that's why value-based pricing is one of the most lucrative. But if you're inconsistent, if you are not really sure about what it is that you're doing or what your purpose is, then it is going to be a lot more difficult for you to get value-based customers it's going to be very difficult in fact because it's going to be hard to pinpoint what it is that you do what solutions you can provide how you can help if you're not consistent because then and they're not going to be able to trust you so and like I said the the underpinning thing behind all of this is trust and they have to know that you know what yeah I'm going to get it with this one okay and that's something that you generate over time there's no fast track to that what is it that you do differently? Okay, you do graphic design and illustration, but what is it that you do that sets you apart from the others who also do graphic design and illustration? Because then it becomes easier to set yourself apart and stand out. And once you stand out, that's when you're going to get the clients coming to you because you're providing something 
that isn't like the others. But when you're a specialist, it's slightly easier to ascertain what that USP is because of the fact that you're focused on that one thing. Do you see what I mean? So that's the only difference. Um, but once you're able to tap into what it is that your USP is as a generalist, so it could be the way that you combine those things together. Like how do you combine those things to to make something that is, is fresh, that offers a new perspective, that a lot of others may not be offering is it your 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 color palette is it your delivery is it like what is it about you, what you do that sets you apart because it's also not just about trust but how well you're able to provide solutions because everybody's looking for answers right <laughs> everybody's looking for answers to something and if you're able to provide proof that you're able to get, give those answers, then that's gonna set you apart as well. So just think about what it is that you do that sets you apart and that enables you to provide those solutions that clients are looking for. And that's what's gonna help you attract those value-based clients. So that's all I've got time for in this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll speak to you same time next week. Everyone stay safe, put on your sunscreen and take care.